<laughs> you ready to pause? Yeah, let's get to it. Separate the. Got a what the hell? We got a what the hell. Separate the. Show. Just take a shot for me, that's all I ask I've been hooked up blindly <laughs> explain, explain that one, how does that work? Do we really? That's a default Oh, because I've been hooked up on a blind date too that involves your ass, but go ahead. God damn. <laughs> I got to talk. I got to mm. tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. All right. It's been a minute uh, due to life, I'm going to say. We have been away. I think our last show was June 2nd. And that's not like us. Um, so first, let me apologize. Sorry for the wait. It's summertime, y'all. What can I say? Things been hectic. Folk been moving around. Uh, Deck is uh, traveling. Um, we tried to record before he left. I just I couldn't get to it. I had a lot going on. So here we are. I'm going to make this thing do what it do. So with that being said, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the Separate the Two podcast.
about all the peace that you pledged your only son? What about flowering fields? Is there a time? What about all the dreams that you said was yours and mine? Did you ever stop to notice all the children dead from war? Did you ever stop to notice this crying earth as we make sure? Welcome, 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 Separate the Two Podcast. I'm your boy, O-King Johnny, O-H underscore K-I-N-G underscore Johnny, here with a special guest all the way from Reservation for Three. Give me your name. Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Diva, Diva Doll. Diva Doll is here. Yes. Diva Doll. I'm going to be Diva Doll. I'm going to be Diva to Diva today. I'm going to be Diva Doll. But I'm going to call you uh, Diva. So okay. <laughs> we are here. Um, yeah, so I got a special guest. We're gonna make it do what it do. Um, shout out to uh Deck wherever he may be. And yeah, we here. So I guess I'm gonna start it out like I always started out. How are you feeling today, Diva? I'm doing good, thanks. Can't complain. Can't complain. Can't How's complain. life treating you? Life's been good, life's been good. <laughs> um how you holding up with all this craziness going on? The world, I feel like ever since COVID, the world has fallen completely apart. Now, some people will argue that the world was always falling apart. But I just feel like coming out of COVID, I don't know if it's that I'm just paying more attention or things have gotten significantly. What would you say? I mean, I feel like a lot of it is kind of coincidental. You know, we can say it was COVID, but a lot of it also, I think, plays into political administration things of that nature um but i do agree i find myself oftentimes um i don't know if you're a fan of the adams family but uh quoting gomez adams from the one movie when uh-huh. he was like has the planet gone mad yeah. like i say that all the time because i do think that um it not necessarily since covid but i think since the world has reopened since covid mm-hmm. like you notice you hear about more crime more of these things that weren't happening when we were kind of locked down which obviously for obvious reasons they weren't happening but i do think a lot of that stuff just happens to be coincidental i can't really blame it all on covid but i just think all of those things were happening at the same time right right and i just hold on one second Okay, did I mess this up? I didn't. Okay. Um, yeah, I just feel like, I don't know. I, You know what always comes to mind when I think about this is the last interview that I watched with uh, Dick Gregory before he passed away. And it was right after um, Trump was elected president. And I'm not blaming all this on Trump, although I feel like he does play a part in some of it. But <clears throat> Dick Gregory said something that I'll never forget. And he was on Roland Martin's show, and he said, America will never recover from a Trump presidency. 
And at the time, you know, I thought like, yeah, you know, I could see like it's going to be rough having him as president. But I didn't like it's almost like he kind of like predicted like this shit is going to be like beyond terrible from here on out. And that's what it's been. It has been. It has been. I think that he unraveled a lot of stuff when he was in office. He put a lot of things in place while he was in office. Kind of, I feel like, in preparation for knowing he wasn't going to be there, but just setting everything up, like Mm. his nominations and um, confirmations for the Supreme Court, things of that nature that he was trying to hurry up and get certain people in while he was still in office. Um, Of course, the stuff with Russia, you know, I find myself, unfortunately, having to think about him almost daily every time, you know, we see that uh, Britney is still over there, locked up, you know, yeah. I think they just, but they said they were going to give her another six months over there, yeah. you know, and it's a thing where, of course, if this was happening and he was in office, he would use it to his advantage because, you know, be some type of publicity because he could call his boy and be like, come on, you know, let her come home and make it look like he had some huge win. And honestly, at this point, it don't sound too bad because she don't need to be over there. But, you know. And she's in uh, Russia, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you think about the fact that that Putin was his boy. Right. And I, and I always think about, like, what type of conversations was they having? Was, and they still having. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, what did he – I feel like he made Putin privy to some things that he probably – wouldn't have been privy to before there were definitely some deals made with the devil some souls were sold in order for them to be and like i feel the way like that they are. i feel like he was given some information that made him feel comfortable with doing how he's moving about although you could argue that some of this stuff is just years and years of build up because Putin has always had a thing, you know what i'm saying the worlds have always had a thing against each other you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so you could argue that this is just a buildup, but it just the timing of it is just so Trump esque. Like Trump came, did right. what he did, and then shit just been hitting the fan ever since. So. Right, and I mean, I do feel like he's kind of positioning himself to be able to win the, the next election when he when he goes to run again. I feel like. So, what's your thoughts? You think he can win? I feel like, unfortunately, with everything that's going on right now. I mean, like, if Biden were to run again, I don't think that he would get reelected. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I feel like whoever runs against Biden, if Biden were to run again, would win anyway. But I do think that with the way things are going and the way that they are trying to play it, we'll say, in the media, the mm-hmm. way they're trying to play it for people who um, may not look into a lot of things and try to research things, it makes it look like a lot of this stuff is Biden's fault, you mm-hmm. know, and, you bl- and now you want to blame it on the Democrats and, you know, the Republicans didn't do and blah, 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 blah. So I think even if it's not Trump, even if something happens to where he has to get someone else to run in his place, but someone that's affiliated with mm-hmm. him, I feel like a lot of these things are being set up to give him that advantage, mm-hmm. you know, and so hopefully... Biden is able to do something with his last couple of years to to kind of erase that that thought that people are having. You know, people um, are are with everything that's going on with Roe versus Wade. I know we're probably gonna get into that later. You know, and people talking to, going to Biden. You know, talking about Biden. Like, mm-hmm. how'd you let this happen? I thought when you first came in, you know, a few mm-hmm. months ago, you were saying this. You know, what what happened? Here we are now. You know, so. and the reality of being the president and putting things in place or doing things. And I I don't know how many people realize this, but you're when you're when you're president or your years that you're in that seat, 
the things that you put in place don't really go into effect till after you're gone. Right. So case in point, yes, he, he did this nomination for these judges, but their effect on decisions happen when he's long gone. And so mm-hmm. what happens is you end up, the current president catches the blame for what was done right. previous. I, I always think back to um, Clinton when, when the economy in my lifetime, the economy was at its uh, very best where as far as um, we were prosperous, as far as money circulating in jobs and all that. And Clinton and a lot of people, I'm not, I mean, people remember this, but Clinton started was originally the first person to start sending um, a lot of stuff out of the country to um, being made outside the country. And all that was actually during Clinton's pregnancy. Now at the time, it was a good deal because we were reaping benefits from that. Mm-hmm. But like any decision, you don't all you're not always able to see what this decision you made in 97 or 96 is right. going to affect 2020. You know what I mean? Right. And so a lot of stuff that Clinton did or may have done, you know, uh, Son Bush caught some of the flack for whatever backlashes. I always call him Son Bush. <laughs> Son Bush caught some of the flack for whatever happened during that presidency. And then Obama caught flack from stuff mm-hmm. that was put in place when Bush was. And then, you know, Trump had to deal with any decisions that Obama did or didn't do and so on and so forth. So that's that's the norm. And mm-hmm. it's kind of unfortunate. But I'm going to say this. I think Democrats, if I think if Biden is running again, it just shows how out of touch the Democratic Party is. I already think they weak as crap. Democratic Party to me is mm-hmm. super weak. And it just shows how out of touch. If you think this. Now, they told me uh, uh, Bernie Sanders was too old to be president. That was the whole thing. Bernie was too old. Okay. But Biden is, they act like Biden was some spring chicken. Correct. And he was not and is not. And neither is Trump. So I always thought that the whole age argument was hilarious because those three men were all oh. old, you know. <laughs> so um, so that was always a, a funny conversation to me when people would talk about it. And then the fact that, and I tweeted this and it, it went crazy viral, but the, not crazy viral, but it went my level of viral. <laughs> But say you can't say you went crazy viral because you know when your co-host comes back he gonna be like let's 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 see who had better numbers. <laughs> that one time I went viral, so you oh, know. okay, not but me but him. You know, viral for me. So you know, but I was just saying. Um, so somebody else had tweeted something about age, and I I had just tweeted. I was like, it's funny that you brought it up because at work we had this same conversation, and I was it, uh, uh, we were talking about. Well, you know me, I'm controversial, so I brought up the fact that I think politicians are shouldn't be allowed to sit in these seats forever mm-hmm. these these house and senate seats and that it it blows my mind that we we want change in this country yet we vote for the same people over and over and over and over and over again yeah but and i think it's sometimes like, it's like picking Okay, so let's use that as an example. If you have Biden on the on the um, ticket again and you got Trump on the ticket again, you're going to pick the lesser of two evils. But that's what I'm about to get to. I said the problem, though, is that people don't get involved in politics until it's time to elect somebody. Mm-hmm. And by then it's too late because now you only can go with what's presented to you. And so 
it's kind of brain it's kind of a brain dead uh way of going about it because we want change yet we keep voting in the, the same people that put us in the position that we in mm-hmm. and it's like how, the the two can't cope you can't what's the saying you can't if you want if you want something different you got to do something different right you know and then secondly they're too old my dad calls me my mom and dad called me they're in their 70s they struggle with navigating a fire stick okay yet we have folk that's older than my parents making decisions for my five and seven year old right that's crazy to me right and i feel like not only have they sat in those seats too long and they're completely out of touch with the way things have changed the way things have changed you know because not only are they old right and i hate to say it like this but it's the truth right can we say elderly now not only are they elderly (laughs) okay but they're rich and elderly so they're Mm -hmm. 20 times removed and they're white and most of them are right (laughs) so they're 20 times removed from i use this point all the time we we are governed by laws and regulations and rules that were put in place before we even had light bulbs. Mm-hmm. In 2022, I don't think we should be operating with the same stuff that governed in 1776 or whenever all this crap began, right? Right. And so I'm like, at what point does does somebody say, okay, how about we start from scratch? Because the way we're doing and going about this shit, it don't work. Now, I agree with Bernie. I know I'm going on a, a, a rant right now. But I agree with Bernie when he says, no matter who's in office, the first thing you have to do is get lobbyists out of there. Because lobbyists are the problem. So now we have politicians that's only worried about their self-interest, their own pockets. Mm-hmm. They pass these laws and do things for these major companies and corporations because it benefits them. You got to get them people out of there because at the end of the day, like I said, these are old wealthy people. I ain't got much time to be here and I'm making millions of dollars helping so-and-so corporation pass this law, whatever the case may be. Right. And you're just going to keep doing that because you don't really care. You don't really care. And I think we need new minds, new blood, new energy in our government. How do we get that? We'll never get it because, again, we don't get involved in politics until it's time to vote. Well, at the rate it's going, we're not going to be able to vote for the next election anyway because they're about to take all our rights. So, you know, so, you know, there's that. But, yeah. um, so with all that being said, let's get to. I didn't want to start out like this, but this is how we started. So it is what it is, right? So I told you at the beginning, we're just going to go with the flow. Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. Now, normally my partner, Deck, is is two guys on the show. So it's very rare that I can do a show and hear from the woman's side of things, of all the stuff that we talk about. But especially this, because I feel like this, we really can't speak on this because... I mean, we can, but it's really, it affects you all more than it affects us, right? What are your feelings on the Roe versus Wade? Okay. Um, honestly, I, I feel like 
I don't agree with it, obviously. Well, not obviously, but I don't agree with it. I see there are a lot of females who, who do, um, people who I saw supporting it that kind of shocked me. And I was like, wow, really? But I don't agree with it. And I think my major issue with it is, of course, one, the fact that there's not even the, like, the asterisk, the asterisk clause, like, the clause, the exceptions. Okay, we're not going to do abortions in Virginia. However, if you have been a victim of incest, if you have been raped, if you have a medical need, if you are carrying an ectopic ectopic pregnancy, you know, if there is a, a medical reason why this pregnancy needs to be terminated, we will allow it. Still not saying that that's 100% okay because I really do still, I'm I'm very much pro-choice and I think that people really do need to understand. You can be pro-choice and you can also still be pro-life. Saying that you're pro-choice doesn't, doesn't mean that you are not pro-life. I'm very much pro-choice in the fact that I do think that as a woman, you should be able to decide what you want to do and what you don't want to do with your body. Yes, of course, people will argue, okay, well then, if you don't want to have kids, don't have sex or, you know, use birth control. We all know birth control is not 100%. Telling someone not to have sex is also not going to be 100% either. Mm -hmm. But the fact remains that people are going to get pregnant and some people are going to want to have abortions. And I just, I really do feel as though that is, you know, the woman's choice. Um, As far as how it affects men, I think it does affect y'all. You know, if your mom, your sister, your wife, whoever, mm-hmm. your daughter Absolutely. gets pregnant and they are in a situation where they want and or need an abortion, that affects the men too. I think um, I saw someone say the other day, and I thought it was funny, how, you know, all these women, you know, a lot of the women who are in politics and speaking out and that one crazy nutball lady who was like, yay, thanks Trump for saving white babies, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, all these people are so support. All these women are so supportive of, you know, this being overturned. But how will you feel when one of your husband's mistresses gets pregnant? Now you got to be stepmommy to the side kid because you were so uh, pro-life, anti-abortion. Mm-hmm. So you can't be like, you got to handle this. Ain't no way to handle it because you all voted that option out. Not saying that's what abortion should be used for, but it would be interesting to see how people will react in those circumstances. But for me, I, I, I just, again, I just believe that we should all have a choice. I think it's very unfortunate knowing people who have um, had to have abortions because of health issues, um, things of that nature. Um, or just because of whatever the reason is, mm-hmm. you know, I I truly believe this is something that should not be decided at the level in which it is being decided. Um, I don't see how a, a, a man or even another woman should be able to tell one particular woman what to do with her body, with her circumstance, with her situation, mm-hmm. as far as that's concerned. But a lot of, I, I, I see a theme where a lot of people that are cheering it on, they're cheering it on because of their religious belief. Um, and I think, I think that's where it gets tricky because, you know, from a religious standpoint, you know, folk have their feelings. And I saw a lady, I don't know what it was, I don't know if it was a news thing or something, and she brought that up, and she was saying, you know, I believe that you have the right to practice any religious belief that you believe in, Mm -hmm. but you shouldn't 
but that doesn't give you a right to force your religious beliefs on me because I don't believe what you believe and I don't, I don't govern by the same, you know, thing that you govern by. And I agree. I think, I I think religion has, has played a role in a lot of political decisions, you know, and I think they use religion as a scapegoat. But oh, that's, of that's, course, that's of a course. Whole conversation. Yeah, of course. But but nonetheless, they use it, mm-hmm. right? And I just I don't you know I so to me, and I brought this up before. Roe versus Wade is a privacy issue, right? Mm-hmm. So what you do medically is supposed to be private. That's between you and your doctor, and more so. I know all the talk is about a, abortion, but really, this should be a talk about evasion of privacy. Regardless of your religious belief, regardless mm-hmm. of how you feel about abortions or whatever, what I do medically is my private business. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And if they if they started being able to put any of your medical record stuff out there for for everybody everybody will have regardless of what your religious belief is you mm-hmm. will have a problem with the invasion of your privacy and i think that needs to be talked about and pushed more in regards to this roe versus wade uh situation because and i had mentioned to you when we were prepping even before we get to you know, having uh, uh, government having the say so of what you're able to do and not do with your body. Mm-hmm. We need to be making it abundantly clear to everybody because I think this will change everybody's perspective as to this is an invasion of privacy. Right. No matter what you feel, this is an invasion of privacy. If I decide to have to terminate a pregnancy, that is none of your business. Mm hmm. And I think a big problem with a lot of things in our society balls, it falls upon it's none of your business. If if I choose who I choose to sleep with in the privacy of my home, it's none mm-hmm. of your business. If I choose to terminate a pregnancy, that's none of your business. If I go out here and catch something because of my sexual activities, that's none of your business. This is all private and and it's a thin line with all this to me in that if people just mind their business you against terminating pregnancies and you know and then have all the kids you want nobody is stopping you right just like nobody is trying to stop you i think what is it china or somewhere where they have a cap on uh or we're trying to put a cap on how many children you mm-hmm. can have and stuff if they started saying everybody can only have one kid, these same people that are anti-terminating a pregnancy will have a problem with the government telling them you only can have one kid. Right. And so it's this, that's why I always use the term brain dead. It's like we have a brain dead society and we only think about things. Like I try to be very, uh, I try to think of things from from that's just how my brain works so that's the first thing came to my mind when i heard this i said okay y'all are cheering and praising the fact that they stop people from being able to terminate 
pregnancies. But you would be outraged if the government came on and said you only can have a certain amount of babies or you only can be Christian. You know what I'm saying? Or you can or all the fight they put up about um, same sex marriages. I, I lump all this in the same thing. And it's like. It's like these same people. You you can't have it always. You know what I'm saying? You can't have it always. And I feel like in order for us to really move forward with any of this, we need to stress the fact that this is mainly about privacy. And everybody is entitled to privacy, no matter what. I agree. So that's that's my two cents on that. We don't have I to agree. Too much I, on I mean, I don't, I don't know <laughs> if I gave the 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 best answer, but I agree with what you're saying. No, um, you got you were great. You 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 <laughs> came from a you came from a um you know what you feel about it. I was just my whole thing. I think so much is so much attention is, is being put on the the terminating the pregnancy mm-hmm. part of it. And not enough tension on the on, on the what other, what on this is really is what it's really about. You know right. what I mean? And I think if they put more attention on what this is really about, then maybe they could change the hearts and minds of some people to say, okay, well, wait a minute, that is kind of true. You right. know what I'm saying? What you do with your body is technically none of my business. Right. You know and I mean? do think for like the people who are pushing the religious aspect, mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and say that I know religion. You know and can speak it like a second language but i don't believe that part of religion is being a martyr Mm. like i don't think that because of your religion it says well you know what you've got a condition you're carrying a a you have a toxic pregnancy that needs to be terminated and you just gonna have to deal with it you know because that's what you get for having sex but if you are having sex in the traditional sense where people want you to when you're married and stuff so you're doing quote unquote what they feel is the right thing you weren't running out here in the streets or whatever, you know, I don't believe religion would say, but you're going to have to sacrifice mm-hmm. because we, because we are against an abortion. And here's the other thing. And you, and this just came to mind when you was talking, it's like, nobody is terminating a pregnancy just because they think it's fun. <laughs> 90, I'm going to say 98% of the time, I was gonna say there might be some people who who do use pregnancy as birth control, but again, that's another conversation. What you mean use pregnancy as birth control? They just get pregnant and have abortions. There are oh, some God. people who do that. Well, I, but, I I would imagine that's a small percentage. But I was gonna say, but it's 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 not the majority. Yeah, it's a small it's percentage of people. So I feel like you know it's almost like we're saying like, oh, these people are just going out here and get pregnant. Just no, it, there are reasons. I can't financially support this child. I'm not in a mental state to support this child. Mm-hmm. I already, this came through a one night stand. I already know this child will be broke, brought into a broken situation. And I'm right. not saying that I'm for or against terminating pregnancies. I'm saying it ain't none of my business. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I think that's what we get so caught up. And, and some people don't agree when I say this, but we get so caught up in right and wrong. Mm hmm. And it's funny, I had a conversation earlier about a different topic, but it falls in lines with the same thing. We, we, we put these, we put everything in a box with these set of rules and that crap don't work because everybody's life is not exactly the same. You know what I'm right. saying? And if you get pregnant for whatever reason and you choose to have that baby, that is your right. And that's none of my business. And if you get pregnant and here's the, here's the, most terminated pregnancies are done so early 
You don't even supposed to know half the time that somebody was even pregnant to go terminate a pregnancy. This all boils down to privacy. Mind the business that pays you. Ain't that the saying? Right. And if we did that as a society, I feel like the world would be a better place. That's my two cents on uh, Roe versus okay. Wade. <laughs> did you have anything else on that? Uh-uh. I don't want to be a dead horse on that one. All right. We came in pretty strong. Let's lighten it up before we get back to this. Uh, no. I take that back. Let's not lighten it up. Let's not lighten it up. <laughs> okay. In the same com, in the same community of this Roe versus Wade having babies, not having babies, your boy Nick Cannon, right? right? One of his kids' mom came out in regards to how they navigate with Nick and dealing with all these kids. You say you had a clip for it, right? I do. All right, I'm gonna let you play that clip. How do you split time, or how will you know? How often will he be able to come see his son? I mean, that all obviously dictates what's going on in his work schedule. Um, we all can go through the assistant to make sure it's on the calendar if there's something important. Mm -hmm. um, but anything you say you need from him, this man always shows up. So tell me about the delivery. Will Nick be here? Yes, Nick will absolutely be here. He has no choice. Okay. So she says that uh, they pretty much. Uh, go through his assistant Correct. to schedule any any things that need to be done or taken care of. Right, like and kindergarten graduation, yeah, I don't know, you know, whatever they yeah, think is important. And she said, <laughs> so far, so good. Everything that he needed to be there for, he's been there for. Right. And your feelings on that is what? <laughs> I thought you were going to start. No, I'm going to let you um, start. Well, you know, you know, I've 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 had my thoughts about this whole Nick Cannon thing for a minute now, but you know, after listening to her, and I know there were a lot of people who were like, "Oh my gosh, you got to go through an assistant." You got, but technically, even if your man don't have an assistant, I feel like you still kind of you're going through him if y'all are not living in the same house. And honestly, even if you are living in the same house, you know, depending on what your husband is doing, what his, his schedule is like, what his career may be, it still requires a certain level of coordination. And I know I hear y'all, oh yeah, but we only coordinating with one family if it's, if it's just us versus having to coordinate with seven other households. I get it. But there's still that that aspect of it, you know. There is still that aspect of having to coordinate. Sometimes some men's jobs are so demanding and busy that they miss everything to include the delivery sometimes. You know, they miss everything. Um, so I guess when you look at it from that standpoint, and she's saying she don't have a problem with it. So like you said, I'm going to mind the business that pays me because they all getting way more money. <laughs> so, um, you know, she don't have a problem with it. She's fine with going on schedule. She she having an, another, I think she's having, an, that one is having another kid by him, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, so she's fine with her situation. She said, hey, when I call him and I want something, I get it. I feel like she's the one that he just gave a, a new truck to or something, like mm -hmm. a Range Rover or something. I can't remember. But, you know, he doing what she called. Look, you may not be able to be here, but guess what? Send me a new a new house or whatever. Give me some keys to something. And apparently he's doing whatever they're asking of him. So, you know, whatever works for them works for them because there are plenty of people who make a call and can't get nothing. And I know we're going to get into <laughs> it, but uh, there's plenty of people who make calls and ask for less and they're not getting that. They're not getting no time. They not 
you know, mm-hmm. they're not getting anything. So Well, I'm glad you said that because I definitely was coming from the angle of we're not going to act like you don't have to coordinate with your baby daddy. Like you said, especially if you don't live together. And I'm willing to bet. He probably make make us to more things dealing with his kids than a lot of you baby daddies is making. I mean, to. if it's on his calendar and he's got a schedule and he got someone coordinating this stuff, he probably does. They like, all right, we need you to be here. You gotta leave here at this time. I mean, and it sounds crazy to have to do that, but realistically speaking, I think a lot of like I said, even people who don't have as many kids, you know, um, a lot of these working moms, celebrity moms, you know, that you see sometimes you hear they had their kids on set and they're doing all these different things. They're having to bounce around like that, too. And mm-hmm. someone's having to tell them, come on, you got to get over there to go to, to little Johnny's soccer game mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. So I, I felt a kind of way about it, I guess, at first. But after I sat down and listened to what she said and I was just sitting there thinking and I was reading people's comments and I was like, you know. It is not really that far off base with what you're doing on a regular day. It might be a little bit more heightened because of, you know, where he's at, the level of stuff he does in his career. Mm-hmm. And of course, yes, the amount of kids and moms that you have to put into the equation. But at the end of the day, if she's saying that, I mean, at least for her on her part, she's anything she needs, she's always getting. And he shows up when he needs to be there, mm-hmm. then. Who am I to judge? And and my thing, too, is that at the end of the day, it's on him. He just going to be one busy individual. That's the choice he making. When he ain't working, he got to bounce around and, and juggle all these kids. And as a fellow lupus warrior, I don't know how he running around like that. Because some days I got to lay down. I be tired. I don't know hey. how he has the energy to do all the stuff that he does. He got to go to sleep on his flight to the next kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is what he signed up for. And so... You know, I get everybody's quote unquote fake outrage about it, but I'm I'm like, I know broke niggas has got multiple baby mamas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like they can't send no money, buy no cars, no houses, take them on no trips, can't do none of that. Right. But, but they doing however they doing. Now, whether they there and showing up, I don't know. Some of them they may show up, some of them they may don't. I don't know that deep into it, but it exists. We're not going to act like they ain't broke dudes walking around here. That ain't. We watched a dude go viral on social media. He had 30-something kids. True. True. It happens. True. It happens. That's all I'm saying. I forgot so, all about that man, too. Yeah. yeah exactly it, right. it happens. So we're going we're gonna to slide off of that and straight into this, this mom and this McDonald's, okay? okay? You got a clip for that? I do. All right, let's do the clip. I got a clip for everything, you know? <laughs> all right. Ready? Yep. Burger? One burger, one fry? What he like? What do you mean? Okay, what about my other kids? What about your other kids? Young. They ain't my kids. Okay, but them your kids' siblings, though. Them my kids, them your kids' siblings, though. So what you want? So he finna, my other kids finna be left out. You didn't feed them? You know I don't get my food stamps to the seven. Listen, how is that my problem? But if you're trying to help out, though. You're not I'm helping not, out. I'm not trying to help. I'm trying to help my son. My how child. are you helping your son when you're only getting care for, food for just him and not the other kids, his siblings? Lisa, you have them to, are his siblings, Lisa, though. He's not finna eat in front of all his other siblings and they're you not eating at McDonald's. No, why do I got to put... Bring him out to the car. I'll let him no, no, no. He's not finna eat that shit at all if you can't bring
bring enough for everybody. Lisa, so you telling me that I gotta bring? So when I buy my bring my son food, I gotta bring your kids food too now? That's yes. Like, you sound dumb. How is that dumb? You <laughs> sound like, dumb. I you sound to, dumb. Where are they daddies at? Nobody told you to talk to them other. You have them other kids. They're, they're your responsibility. They're not my responsibility. Okay, but if you're gonna bring one, you need to bring it for all. How do that shit look that I'm letting one child eat McDonald's and all the rest of the kids can't eat no fucking McDonald's? So you know I get food stamps on the 11th. Three kids that ain't mine. Three kids that ain't mine. Yeah. Like? They're his siblings. You knew what you was getting into when you had a baby with me. No, the I did. Yes, you did. Man, you, you, you expect me to take care of all the kids. They're not my kids. Okay, but you still had a baby with me who have kids with other people. I still have other kids. Because I'm exposing everybody think you're such a motherfucking good daddy. Good daddy. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're full of in this bullshit. You only come here with one piece of food for one child. The child that's mine, silly. No, so, that's dumb that you can't feed the other kids. Don't feed nobody at all. Then he can't had, take that. So he can't eat it. Maybe if you had one or two, I can like, you know, maybe. You got it's four, it's three extra kids. What the fuck? Do I like going to my motherfucking mm, Okay, so. Since you are the guest here, I'm gonna let you um rock first. What what are your thoughts on this situation? This is why <laughs> this is why Roe versus Wade is so important. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I feel you on that. Um, because yes, this this is why. Because there's gonna be a lot of people having this argument. Um, and having kids that they don't have no business having. But go ahead. I mean, could you imagine if these kids were at the baby formula stage? Like, right. they outside arguing over and McDonald's. And then I'm wondering, also, his kid falls in line with, because his kid might be the oldest, as I'm sitting here looking But from at the this. way it sounded, she already had kids. Okay, she already had Because she was kids. like, you knew what, what was up. You know, I had I already had kids. So, okay. but, um, so I'm thinking he's... His kid's definitely not the oldest. Okay. May not be the youngest. Okay. But definitely not the oldest. You know, I don't know what the gotcha. what the order may be. But for me, and it's funny because I think I told you we've been talking about this all day, actually. Like okay. I saw it a few days ago, uh -huh. but it came into one of my, my group chats today. Mm -hmm. And they were like, uh, you know, I I wanna warn you. A lot of cursing in this video, uh -huh. but you know, I, I just want to get y'all opinion. And as soon as I saw it, I said, eh. I'm talking about this later. Mm -hmm. They were like, oh, let me call in. I was like, it's not that kind of show. But, um, <laughs> but you know, um, but we chatted about it. And then I went online and I kept seeing people that I know on, you know, social media talking about how this man is wrong and how, you know, irresponsible he is, how rude he is, how just unacceptable what he did. Was this mostly women? They were women. Okay. Um, what you know, what he did was wrong. You know, um, I saw some some males, but the the majority of them were women. And for me, as a woman, I think she sound dumb as hell mm -hmm. because, first of all, and I think as I was listening, I felt like this time around listening to it, it sounded like she don't even know what day she get her food stamps because I thought the first time she said the seventh and then she said the eleventh. So I don't even know if she know when they get to eat. Okay. You know, I don't even know if she can tell when the, when the money hit or not. But all that aside, she sounds like one, a person who is just mismanaging. Yes. You know, if you are getting. Your, whatever your food food stamp allowance is, and I don't, I can't really speak to it because I've never. Well, uh, I remember. Now this was some years ago. 
um, let me see, my son is seven. So this was about probably about ten years ago. I was dating a girl who was getting stamps or getting assistance or whatever you call it, and she she had two, and her junk was like five six hundred dollars a mm-hmm. month. You know what I'm saying? And this was like ten years ago. Right. So I'm like. You got I'm, four. I'm imagining if you got four, you might be hitting around seven, eight hundred dollars. I'm right. imagining. But even if let's okay, let's say even with four, she was only getting six. Okay. You know, because there are some families who are not able to get food stamps that have multiple children, and they still have to make make it work. My thing is, whatever your allowance is, it sounds to me like she's not using it properly. I don't know what type of food she's buying and things of that nature, but. Again, I felt like she's talking about she want to expose him and show people how bad of a dad he is. Ma'am, you sound like a deadbeat ass trifling mom. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and if the shoe was on the other foot and it was a dad out here doing the same thing she was doing, people would be calling for CPS to come get them kids up out his house. And, um, you know, that was my first thought about her. I'm like, I mean, she sound like someone who's an unfit mother Mm -hmm. because it sounds to me like and no one really knows what happened unless they come out and do like a whole thing on it. But it sounds to me in my mind, I visualize they're all in the house. The kids are talking about they're hungry. This one kid calls his dad and says, dad, I'm hungry. Well, y'all ain't got no food in the house. No, we ain't got nothing to eat. And I'm starving, you know. Okay. What you want me to bring you? Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't paying for DoorDash because I ain't spending $40 to send you McDonald's. Mm-hmm. What you want me to bring you? Mm-hmm. You know, so he comes. To bring the, the 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 kid the food, there's a lot of things that I felt like I kind of looked at and wanted to unwrap when I was watching this video. One, he comes with the food. They get into this argument. He said, "She's all this whole. I mean, you got this one piece of food, and what about my other kids? And you, my son, he gonna eat in front of his siblings? Okay, let him come downstairs. No, mm, why not? Mm-hmm. Why you you your your first? You're saying your issue is he getting to eat in front of his siblings." Okay, so he's giving a workaround. Moving the goalposts. Okay, well, mm-hmm. bring him downstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, no, because he he's not eating in front of his siblings now because he's going to come downstairs mm-hmm. and he's going to go off with his dad or mm-hmm. sit in his dad's car, eat, and then he can go back up. Yes, I get it. That sounds harsh. But the reality of it is, like he said, those other three kids are not his responsibility. Mm-hmm. Those other three kids are not his responsibility. What are the other three kids' daddies doing? What are you as a woman who... Another thing I noticed, your nails are done. You got mm-hmm. tips on your nails, on that hand that you are waving in that man's face. Your nails are done. You felt like it was more important for your fingernails to be fresh than for your kids to be fed. Not cool as mm-hmm. a mom. That is not supposed to be your top priority. Your phone is on. Mm-hmm. Who's paying the phone bill? You, mm-hmm. you. I get it. People need a phone. But you need your kids need to eat. Mm-hmm. So there seems to be a lot of people who are placing the blame on him and no one is trying to make the mom accountable in any which kind of way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, I, I, I said it kind of jokingly, but I, but I'm being serious. I don't know when this video was taken. If it's current and recent, the seventh is next Thursday. (laughs) That is a long time from now. When do, what, how are these kids going to eat for another week? You know, the 11th, not the seventh. First it was the seventh. Now it's the 11th. We don't know. She don't right. know. We, no one knows when these kids are going to eat. I need someone seriously to check on these children because no one knows when they're going to get fed. But, you know, I did see a friend of mine post and he's like, well, let's take it a step further. 
And actually, I don't want to misquote, so hold on. He ba- he basically was saying what I'm about to say. He says, um, <laughs> I bet it. He says, I have never done what he did, but I have questions. So if he can't afford to do for all of them and he does nothing, do we then call him a deadbeat dad? Mm. What if he has three kids in, of his own and each mother has four children? Is he then responsible for feeding all 12, tri- all 12 children? Why didn't she let the kid go to the car to eat with the father? And does this only apply to food or clothes, toys, and shoes, too? That's what too? I was going to say, yeah. Because if you saying, I can't buy my son food unless I buy all your kids food, if I buy my son shoes, I got to buy all your kids' shoes. If I buy my son a coat, I got to buy all your kids' coat. And we're not talking about a guy ne- neglecting three children of his current partner or girlfriend or fiance or wife. They ain't together. They clearly, now, I don't believe, are together. Yeah, for the way if they were together and he was like, no, I'm getting food for my kid and ain't getting nothing for nobody else. Now, that's different. Right. That's a whole different. Right. We having a whole. Di- and I think a lot of people, I'm hoping a lot of people was saying what they were saying because they're thinking of it in that aspect. Right. But if we're not in a relationship together, I'm not responsible for your kids right. by somebody else. In a perfect world, in an ideal situation, that it yes, that is what would have happened. You know, and of especially you know, a man that don't have love, and I hate to say this, but especially a man that don't have love for you like that. Now I can see, I'ma speak for myself. I can see if if I'm I'm first of all, I'm not I'm probably not gonna deal with no girl got no four kids. But she ain't have four at first. Well, not no three little kids that can't. Two of them kids need to be old enough to go get their own food. Well, what, for me well, let's say them. let's say she had two when she met him. Because mm-hmm. remember, she we have to assume she had something. Okay. So let's say she had two when she met him. Then mm-hmm. then y'all y'all get together. Now she got three because y'all had one. Mm-hmm. And then and she then had, she one, had after another me. one after. Yeah. Okay. But what I was gonna say was, if I got if I got feelings for you, like like let's say let's say for whatever whatever reason our relationship didn't work out, but I still got love like genuine love for you mm-hmm. i could see myself probably going a little bit above and beyond because that's out of my love for you my, of course my child but out of my love for you i'm gonna look out for your kid right mm-hmm. but if we on bad terms and and only reason why i have to deal with you is because i have a child by you mm-hmm. the chances of that happening is slim to none that a dude is going to pull up and buy all your youngins right whatever but then and how many but then on top of that Again, because we don't know what day it is. Right. How many times a day is this going? Is this having to happen? Four times a week. Right. And then for how many more days does right. this have to happen that he has to feed one his son? Mm-hmm. Which again, I'm not excusing him from that. That's fine. Your son is not able to eat with his mama. Then yes, you should make sure your kid can eat. But then you're expecting him to feed your kids as well. And then I also saw people who were like. But he's tripping, you know, if you ain't got $5 to just give her some money to go to the grocery store or something, then just say so. Instead of going to McDonald's, you should have gave her money to buy groceries so she could that. feed all the kids. Say, yeah. And But, but is, that his, real time, is that his responsibility, but though? here's the reality. Like, people say, it's, I, we call that Sunday morning quarterback. Of course, after the game is over, you can say all the things they should have did different, mm-hmm. right? But in real time, what dude is out cruising the street listening to the new Meek Mill album? And get a text from his son, Dad, I'm hungry, and think. Meek Mill got oh, a new album out? I'm just saying. Oh, I'm just right. throwing something out there. <laughs> but I'm just saying, what what guys riding around, whatever, shooting the breeze, and get a text from his son, Dad, I'm hungry, and think, oh, 
Let me go to the grocery right. store and get hamburger meat, spaghetti noodles, a green pepper, an onion, right. uh, some juice just in case the kid. In real time, yes, after this video, after she say all she said, after he pissed off and he gets to sit down and think about it, he going somewhere along the line, he going to say, well, I, yeah, I could have just went and got. But he, but again, like I said earlier, he might not have been that. able to could have went and got groceries. Maybe he only had $10, $8 to get him a meal, you know, to get to go towards whatever he got him from McDonald's. Because, again, at the end of the day, he went to McDonald's. He didn't go to Chick-fil-A. You know, he it wasn't, you know, it was McDonald's. So maybe he only had McDonald's money, you know. Well, if he had the app, he probably only spent about four dollars. But I'm gonna let you finish. Okay, and so let's say he had the app and he only spent four. Let's say yeah. he didn't have the app and he spent nine seventy seven. Point is, that could have been his only money yeah. that he had. And going into a grocery store, all these people who have this this wonderful idea. Apparently, y'all ain't buying groceries right, right now groceries because groceries <laughs> are expensive. I was yeah. complaining the cost of. Um, Aiden's lotion. The last time I bought it, it was nine dollars. It is fourteen dollars now Ooh. for the for the lotion for him. You know, we were talking about how deodorant. We, we such old people now. We we hear price hikes. And but we I'm go, telling Ooh. you, cause, right? Because like it was eight dollars for a thing of deodorant. You mm. know what I'm saying? So for all the people who were saying he could have just bought, he could have just bought. Well, first of all, he she should have bought with mm. her food stamps. Enough food to last to, to, next to right. If she needs mm-hmm. to sit down and map out what she should be buying, you know, I know a lot of times it's easy. I do it sometimes too to fall into. Let me get a whole bunch of easy, quick meals, something that they can fix, so I can say, "Well, go go on downstairs and make yourself such and such." But if you know you can't do that because mm-hmm. you need to be able to make a meal that will last two to three days, so y'all can have enough food, then you need to plan accordingly within your household. And if her kid is anything like my kids, and I t- especially my daughter, I tell this all the time. You hungry all the time because you don't eat no food. Oodles and noodles ain't food. Right. Cereal ain't food. Peanut butter and jelly ain't food. But oodles and noodles can be a meal if you throw some meat up in there and a couple little vegetables, but we're going to let it ride. Right. But what I'm saying is, Ma Dukes, I'm not saying she got to cook all day long, but do your groceries in such a way that at least at dinner time, there's a meal. There's a real meal. Right. That's going to hold... I'm 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 42 years old, about 250 something pounds. There are times where I only eat one time a day, but guess what? When I eat, that joint gonna hold me until the next time I eat. And so what I'm saying is, I know I go I'm I go all day without eating. It's, it's just normal for me. But at some point, I'm gonna eat a real meal. I'm not gonna go all day not eating and then drop a a, a pack of oodles and noodles in the thing and think I'm gonna be all good i'm gonna starve to death you know what i'm saying and so look i remember growing up spaghetti lasts at least two days you know what i'm saying is your hate when she see me pull the spaghetti pot out hey that mean money Dude, tight. she's like we about to eat for we're gonna have to eat this two three days hey, hey but that's how you <laughs> but that's how you and, and see i don't know I, I know i'm going off now but i don't know if maybe a lot of these young people don't know the game like that you know Cut them hot dogs up and put them in them beans. Love and, me some beanie weenies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this stuff. And, and, and my kids, you know, I, 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 yes, I'm going to admit as a parent, my kids are spoiled rotten. But I ain't, I'm, I'm not struggling to the point where, you know, I, I'm, thanks, thanks to the good Lord above, I'm in a position where it's not that bad of a struggle. But mm-hmm. I'm saying if it is a struggle like that for you, you got to get strategic. And McDonald's, McDonald's ain't food. You know, uh, Wendy's, all that's not food. 
baby girl, you got to get up and you got to cook some food that's going to mm-hmm. hold these kids. Because, again, you don't have to buy food for the entire day. But they at some point, they got to eat something that's hearty that's going to hold them over. Right. And I think when you talk about mismanaging the money, I think that's where it comes in. If you go into the store and, like you said, everything you buy, cereal, ooze and noodles, Pop-Tarts, uh, cookies, chips. Right. None of that, that... Your kids can eat all that up in one day. And guess what? After they eat all that, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. My daughter do it all the time. Yep. My daughter would snack all day long and will be saying she hungry all day until I be like, baby, let's sit down and eat some food because you ain't going to keep coming to me talking about you hungry. You need to eat some real food, put some food in your right. belly. And that's what needs to happen. So I don't think that makes, none of that makes dude look bad if that's what she was trying to do. It actually, to me, made him look really, really good. Yep. Because... His son called and was hungry, and dad stopped what he was doing. And he got mm-hmm. a McDonald's. I ain't, but he did something. You but, know what and, I'm but saying? I feel like on the video, he said, I got him what he what he likes, what he wants. I feel like in, in one version of the video, that's what he said. Because she okay. was like, she was like, what's in the bag? And she was like, I got what he eat. I right. got what he likes right. or whatever. Right. So, so and, and going back to the people feeling like he's wrong. No. If he had bought everybody food, that would have been a nice thing to do. But he's not obligated right. to do that. It's, and I think that's the that's where the disconnect is. Is that a lot of these people are saying, and 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 I know I talk to you often about like the conversations I have sometimes with uh, my boss. And I think um, one thing she said is that a lot of these people um, that are making these comments about um, how they feel that he's wrong. Is because they are also in that same situation or they've been in that situation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're speaking from it because that's how they either saw things when they were at home mm-hmm. growing up or how they've handled their own situations in their current household. And, you know, um, you know, so and I do again, I think that that does play a part. Like, I know I wouldn't I would feel te- I would feel bad if I was going somewhere and I couldn't get something for everybody. Mm-hmm. But. If I knew that my bank account said I could only get something for mine, mm-hmm. that's I'm, what I'm then that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, I might want to feed everyone, but if I cannot feed everyone, I'm not going to make my child sacrifice mm-hmm. and not be able to eat because the, I'm trying to ration says, the meal out. The scripture says my cup runneth over. That means everything inside the cup is for me. Everything that runs outside the cup is for me to help others. If my cup ain't running over... <laughs> I can't help you. I can argue scripture. I said that at the top of the show. <laughs> I don't I don't translate religion. I don't claim to be a religion expert. Yeah. Um, but and I also to add a struggle a struggle mind is different. And what I mean by that is we see it all the time. You have a you have a lot of women that 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 struggle or or are lacking financially and they will do and are willing to do things that a woman that's not lacking financially is willing to do you know what i'm saying um for an example if you if you a woman that don't have much financially you kind of tolerate and take certain things from men that a woman that can take care of herself wouldn't deal with so that's the point I'm making. So I say that to say, to your point, where some of these people might have agreed with her because they speak it from their own experience. I don't think there was a single 
person that I ask their opinion on the situation that are financially okay agreed with how she was acting because most people that are um and, and this ain't even a rich thing just stable enough where they they're managing their lives they're never going to put themselves in a put their kids in a position where your next meal is dependent upon what somebody else does right. as the mom or the dad because we have some single fathers out here too I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure that first and foremost, my kids are straight. I've heard single moms say, there's times I fed my kids, I couldn't even afford to get myself something to eat, Mm -hmm. right? And that's commendable. Same thing, there are guys out here that, man, I couldn't get myself something because I needed to get this for my son. Me, I'm prime example. I stay buying my kids shoes and clothes and stuff. I don't get myself shoes and clothes sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But if it came down to, am I going to buy these shoes or am I going to get my kids something that they need? I'm going to get my kids something they need with no hesitation. You know what I'm saying? And the thing that just blows my mind is when you know that you're lacking or you don't have the finances, you keep having babies. But again, we don't know the the order in which she had children. This is true. This is true. But like, yo, I know I got two and it's expensive. It's expensive. Four? We about to go back to school in a couple, in like five or six weeks. So it's it's very expensive. Four kids? I couldn't imagine. And I I don't want to imagine. imagine. I can't, don't want to. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. All right. So we, we did all of that. Um... Man, uh, this is going good. Let's lighten the mood. Okay, let's start with. We was gonna talk about verses. Do we need to talk about verses? But what? I mean, Mario did what he did. He said what he said. And that's Mario, that. that's what he said. <laughs> Mario swept the floor with Omarion. That's a, that's our verses. What he said. You can't say Omarion without Mario. Nothing else needed that. to be said. Hey, that's other what than it that. is. <laughs> All right, let's go. BT Awards. Did you watch it? Yes. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> Now, we know, I'm asking you because we know BT is your channel. So, <laughs> we know you was all on top of this. So, one, again, I, I don't know. I'm not one that normally gets excited and feels like I have to watch the BET Awards, though. And it's funny, I do. But, but you know, like, for someone who keeps their TV on BET, that's one of the times that I'm like, well, let's see what else is on. So gotcha. Because, okay. you know, one, I know I can catch it at, at any time if I want to. I'm sure if I cut the TV on right now, it's, it's probably, probably about like- to come on. <laughs> but, two, some... Sometimes it's just not anyway. So to answer your question, I enjoy bits and pieces of it. Um, I found that I, like you were saying earlier, you could tell we were starting to sound older. I felt like my parents to a, a degree, like I'm like, who's this person? Right. Who's that? I ain't never heard of her before. What they say? What's, what's she saying? What are those words? You know, and I'm running the past. You heard of such and such. Oh yeah. That's my song. I love that song. Really? I don't know that person. So of course me, I'm waiting for the lifetime achievement portion because okay. I know I'm gonna know them songs. Cause okay, this is a Diddy you. tribute. Gotcha. I'm gonna know these songs. And BET did the whole world grimy and made that the last part of the show. And we had to sit there through four hours of content in order to see it. <laughs> right. Just for us to have Jodeci with no Devante, uh, 
I don't know what song Dalvin was dancing to, but he was he was there moving real fast, and the song was not fast. And part of me was waiting for Martin to jump out because I thought it would have been better if it would have been that way. Um, then Lil Kim came out looking like super haunted, and that was that was I was like okay, you know, and she wasn't even really saying all like I'm I'm saying more words than her, you know, right. and um, you know, he brought out Bryson Tiller. But I feel like Bryson ain't even really seen. Like, mm. I feel like his time there, like, I felt like he kind of looked confused. It was kind of a new song, wasn't it? it? It's the new song that right. Diddy dropped, what, the same day that the, the Drake thing dropped? Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> you know, and so I think I was real hyped, though, when I seen Shine come out. Okay. You know, I was like, oh, Shine, you know. Say. And even my dad was like, I remember him, you okay. know, because now we're in. The music we know. Right. You know, and then it got real weird after that. Then, you know, Babyface comes out to do the presentation. And I'm like, how do they pick Babyface for, for Diddy? When I think of Diddy, I don't think of Babyface. Mm, okay. I, just, I just don't. Then Kanye came out in all his attire, mm -hmm. you know. Okay, so so quick question about the Kanye. <laughs> What's with Kanye wearing winter clothes in the summer? What, what is that thing about? It, I don't know. It, <laughs> it was just a lot going on, and, and I was uncomfortable looking at him. Mm -hmm. You know, he had on a lot. He had that mask on, so it was hard. Because like, the mask kept getting sucked in his mouth when he was talking. He was breathing hard, Yeah, too, like you know, because he, he probably yeah. was about to faint. You know, they got all them hot lights on, and this man got on layers of clothes. And, That's um... Weird. You know, so that was kind of weird. And then, you know, Diddy gets on, wonderful. I was glad he took that pink suit off and had on a different outfit. And Carisha, a young Miami, is out there holding up her sign. He didn't say no words about her. JT went to defend her, Every, you know, told everyone to mind their business because people were talking about how she out there holding up a sign for Diddy and Diddy didn't even recognize her in his speech. But I was confused about that. So let's pause there for a second. This is a tribute to him and over, what, 30, 20, 30 years of doing what he Where does Young Miami, Young Miami don't fit into none of that. They just recently started talking. So this whole, he was supposed to get up there and give her all these accolades. I'm like, and then I asked, were they in a relationship? And nobody could even tell me if they are officially a because relationship. I feel like when she asked him that on one of the teasers for he her. He said he was seeing other people. I mean, which Diddy has always, as far as I can think of. That's what I'm saying. I feel, you know, been seeing other people. But, but I, I yeah, you know, and, and I don't even think she was sitting with him and his mom. So I don't know if, if she was there to support him or if she was there just because she's in the music industry. Either way, I ain't holding up no signs um, other than like at graduation for my children. You know, um, I think I've always said the same thing. I'm not getting no man's name tattooed on me because, you know, that's not promised. You know, only names that go on my... You Roy on your arm. Mm -mm. <laughs> only, if it, only if he spell it with two E's. If he he got to spell it with two E's. If he don't have two E's in his name, then I don't want to do it. But your tattoo um, say? LaRajon. <laughs> no, because he definitely sound like we arguing over McDonald's for the kids. No, sir. Well, what you um, want me to do? <laughs> But um, but yeah, so it was interesting. I probably won't, like I said, it's not something I anticipate watching. I don't look forward to seeing. It's not something I have to watch. So I did it this year. I'm probably good on it for a little bit. It's funny because of all the 
music award shows, BET is the one that I usually watch. But I don't, I don't watch the other music awards either. Yeah, I don't watch the Grammys. I don't watch the world music. I don't. Wa- I don't even watch the hip hop. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really get into award shows. Yeah, music, TV, but the BET one for some reason. I all and I think it's because of what you said. They always going to do like that tribute part. I like that. Um, and I just try to support. That's the. I feel like that's the one I'm gonna support. Like if I'm a, if I'm going to support a, a award show, that would be the one. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's for us. You know, we talk about how. Because I guess my thing is. Uh, we talk about how, uh, and I heard some, I was listening to Joe, Joe Button's uh, show and they kind of dabbled on this a little bit too, but how we talk about, you know, we, what we don't get and, you know, they don't do stuff for us. And then when, when stuff is done for us, we don't support it. You know I, mean, what I, mean? I, I support BET all, all, oh, no, no, all 365 you. days a year. But that's what you. I'm just saying for me. Yeah. I support three, BET 365 a year. You do. But I think you probably the one keeping I, the I, lights I, I on think, I, I am. I, I think that they They need, be like, we about to shut this. They be like, no, we got this one viewer. We can't let her down. You know, <laughs> you know, Omarion was doing it for Lil Saint. BET do, do it for Diva. But, um, you know, I. I don't know. And I will say when you were saying that it's like for us, I was I forgot to mention. So, you know, Jack Harlow was on. Oh, OK. And um, that's normal, though. Huh? That's normal. Yeah, he was on. He brought out he brought out Lil Wayne. He um, but then he brought out Brandy. Brandy. Mm-hmm. Um, which I laughed because when Brandy came on, they went to a shot of Bray J in the audience, mm-hmm. you know, like this, how you were supposed to sound, you know, <laughs> when you came <laughs> out and did nice. your song. You know, he was in the audience eating ramen cup of noodles, you know, right. but but I mean, as a whole, it was it was OK. You know, I, it was what it was, you know, other than they had they had a few. I didn't see the whole thing. Nobody got slapped. Nobody got slapped. They had a few fumbles audio wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I could tell they was having issues with monitors. Some of the artists couldn't hear their stuff because they were right. off sync or singing off tune. But because wasn't of Gibeon was really tap tap yeah. tapping the heck out his ear. And Kim missed missed her whole verse, damn near. Cause she did. Yeah. I, so she's saying that's because of audio. Because she she know that song. Yeah. It's I, it, so. Um, if you ever used in ear monitors, Mm-mm. right? Okay, so. It's almost like how when we record, we wear headphones, right? Right. So when they get on stage, the monitoring is super important. Now, a lot of times you'll go to the shows and they'll have the big monitor sitting on stage. Those those speakers that's sitting on stage, that's how they're hearing the band or okay. whatever track they... So if you don't get that, when you're on that stage, the audience could be hearing the band loud and clear. That artist ain't hearing jack. Oh, so that's why she couldn't bumble with the B, huh? Right. So when you, so if you got the in-ear monitors, and let's say somebody, the engineer forgot to turn yours on, mm-hmm. when you get out there, you hearing, it sounded like, <laughs> you're not hearing nothing in clear, and, you know, it's not clear. Okay. There's no clarity. So you would be lost. You won't know where you at in a song, because you can't hear. So same thing with Gavion. When, when he, when he, if he couldn't hear, you liable to sing off because you you can't hear. It's like, mm-hmm. what am I singing to, right? So it's super important that the engineers are on point when it comes to that because it don't take but to forget to unmute somebody's headset. Okay. It's a wrap. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and I, I do want to say, I really also enjoy, what's her name, Money Long? Who's? I don't think that's how you say it. 
Is it? It's money long. I've been money calling long. her. I've been saying it wrong up until I watched the show. Okay. I've been calling her Mooney. Mooney, <laughs> it, uh, Mooney long. My That's apologies. Like I've been calling her Mooney long. Okay. But it's money long, which I guess does make more sense. Because it's spelled M-U-N-I. Right. Okay. But you know, um, I wish she would have done Time Machine, but of course she did hours, hours and hours because that's. Uh, oh, that's know. money long. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And okay. I thought she did. I thought she did well. I liked her set. I liked her performance. Um, I thought she came out real, you know, classy like in comparison to other stuff mm-hmm. that was going on gotcha. on the show. But I like. I liked her set. I enjoyed. Okay, her so set. scale one to ten, what are we giving BT Wood? Give him an eight. Give him an eight? That's mighty high. I I'm going to give him an eight. I was going to go lower, but I didn't want to get yelled at. I give him a six and a half. I give him a six and a half. They got to fix their sound issues. Dad, you took them all the way down there. So I could have went with my original seven. Yeah, you could have went with seven. I'm okay. going to give him a six and a half. I'm going to go back to the seven I wanted to give. Okay, seven. seven. Okay, <laughs> cool. All right, so th- we've come to the point in the show where we do, uh, me and Dak do what we call twos reviews. Okay, I ain't singing the song. Oh, I'm going to sing the song. Don't worry about it. <laughs> So we have come to that point. Let's do it. Two's reviews. Two's reviews. The two's reviews. Okay. So this is this is two's reviews actually gonna be pretty good because you've actually seen a couple things that's on here. So okay. we're able to now normally this is deck segment because he watches way more stuff than I do, but I knew he wasn't gonna be here. So I was like, okay, I gotta make sure I watch something to have something to talk about. So let's start with um we own this city. Okay. You've seen that, right? Yes. Okay. I thought this show was amazing. It's directed by the same folk that directed um, that directed The Wire. The Wire. Okay. And a lot of familiar faces. If you haven't seen this movie, a lot of familiar faces are in it from The Wire. I thought that was great. Um, one of the main... Uh, I, I guess he's not the main guy, but one of, one of the main guys... Um, who the story this is this this show is based off a true story so there was a corrupt unit in the baltimore police department and this movie or miniseries it's a six episode series for hbo so you know it's good um this series is about that unit and it shows basically everything that went down um the guy that played Marlo in The Wire is on there. Uh, shout out to Trey Chaney, my boy. He's on there. Um, uh, and a few others from The Wire. And it's going to be a few familiar faces that's on this show, period. Uh, the guy that played Punisher for Marvel is is the lead character. Um, he was the leader of the unit. And it just talks about the corruption of this particular unit. And if some of y'all remember, there was a story out of Baltimore where an officer who was set to go uh, take the stand on on a trial against this unit was killed or killed himself. Um, That's, you know, and it's about that, okay? So if you haven't seen it, I definitely suggest it. Again, it's an HBO series, and it's called We Own This City. Uh, Diva, you've seen it. What was your feelings on it? I liked it. I thought it was, I agree with you. I thought it was really good. I watched all six episodes. Um, I do remember hearing about this stuff in real time when it was going on. So, and I think kinda, y'all actually talked about this on, we, or you mentioned it. I think on your I show. talked about it because they haven't watched it. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to be able to see this stuff on TV, having witnessed some of the stuff, and well, not some, you know, 
remembering it when it was happening in real time. Um, I thought it was very well put together. And then it also gave me some other insight. I went and did some more research just to try to refresh my memory. I, I liked it, um, of course, because how it ended. I know it's not coming back. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they they told everything they needed to tell, but if it were to be that type of show, I would have definitely watched that yeah. too. Yeah. If there was, you know, if it was that type of show, so um, I think it was a great recommendation. And I for think the show. <laughs> I think seeing it, um, in, in one standpoint, the acting, the the writing, everything, even though it's, it's a it's a true story, and like it was just a well put together series then to know that this was actually a true story mm-hmm. made it even more intriguing to me because i'm like damn this was like just really good just flat out good right. and the fact that this actually happened it just made it even more crazy it's definitely a uh a, a must watch um i would say right. okay um i don't want to do no spoilers so i'm not going to get into all the details of it but i definitely suggest that you check it out um also you saw the Martin reunion. Of course I saw the Martin reunion. <laughs> so you say, of course. Now, I, for some reason, I don't know what it is with me. I was slow to this. I was really slow to this. Um, I knew it was coming. I think when I initially heard that they were having a Martin reunion, I was like, okay, that's what's up. But then once it was out, I was. it was sort of like, I'll get to it when I get to it. So mm-hmm. I finally watched it. And... I thought it was good. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Martin series and all that. I'm still mad at Gina for ruining ruining the series, but uh-huh. I liked it. I only I, I only had one bone to pick with it, and that was the tribute to Tommy. Okay. Not that they did a tribute to Tommy. I had no problem with that, but the fact that they did it like it was a funeral, mm-hmm. it just didn't. It, I felt like he was, he's so far removed because he passed away in what, 2016? I think it was. I think it was 2016. I feel like he's so far removed that doing the whole funeral thing was kind of, it felt kind of like, do we really need to do this? Like, we couldn't just keep it in light of the show and just do a tribute to him showing you know, clips of him on the show and telling stories. And that was my only... Didn't they, like, oh, kind of, I guess, like, when they were queuing it up? They, um, something to the effects of they didn't... They didn't get a chance. They didn't get a chance to, to do it. So they so this was something that they put together. Like, it made it seem... I felt like it was something that um, I was going to call them all by their show name. I felt like it was something that Martin, Tashina, Tisha, and Carl didn't put together, per se. Like, I felt like it was more so put together by whoever produced. Whatever the case may be. I think doing it as a funeral was was just, for me, I felt like. It was kind of awkward. I feel like it was a little bit awkward watching it. It was, um, but I guess, you know, also. Maybe that was their way that they felt they wanted to do the tribute. I would have loved to have seen, like, the clips, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I say that to say it was, like, when I was watching it, the kids were here. And Aiden, you know, when he saw everyone coming in, he was mm-hmm. like, where's the other guy? And I was like, Tommy? Mm-hmm. And I, and he said, yeah. I said, well, you know, I told him, you know, Tommy, Tommy's 
Erica's Tommy died. He started crying. He was like, he was my favorite. Wow. He was like, he how old is your son? He is seven. Wow. But he was my favorite. And he literally started crying. You know, and so I say that to say there's probably other people who watched Martin mm. for Tommy and probably, like you said, would have appreciated more of the tribute just being out. Yeah, let's just celebrate his life. It, it was the making it dark and like a funeral that mm. just did. And well, everyone okay, changed so and let they me all get had this, on their black yeah. clothes. And let me and get stuff. this disclaimer. I'm not the funeral guy. Like, I don't think most people are the funeral no, some people... I was going to say, I do have a cousin, though, who attends every funeral. Yeah, some people are up for going... I'm I'm of the... I want to remember them how they were. You know, I want... I don't want... Oh, let me say it like this. I don't want my last memory of someone that I love and care for to be lying in a box. That's, that's not what I want my last memory of them to be. So I'm not a big fan of funeral. And I went to what I'm going to say... I, I basically come to the conclusion with myself, unless it's somebody immediate for me when i say immediate like in my immediate everyday circle i'm going to probably pass on going to the funeral it's just and some people feel like oh well you go to pay i'm like that's just not what i want my last memory of my immediate loved ones to be and i went to my last funeral i say it was gonna be my last funeral it was my um my uncle had passed away and i went to the funeral even though it took everything in me to go and after I did it, I was like, this is going to be, I I, 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 I don't do them. I, I'm not with them. And, and maybe that's what it was for me. I'm like, why do we have to do this? Why do we have to make the thing dark and everybody got to put on black and we got to act like he just passed away? You know what right. I'm saying? Let's just celebrate him. Because you could see in his daughter's face, she was like. And his son. Because yeah, you got to like think, if he died in 2016, that was, what, six years ago. Mm-hmm. You gonna make me relive that? I thought that was a bit much. Yeah, I thought that was a bit much. But that's my personal opinion. Outside of that, I thought it was cool. Um, you definitely could see the the change in Martin. I think Martin is so far removed from the Martin we grew up watching on that show and on Def Comedy Jam and even Bad Boys. He's just—I hate to use the word mature, but it's like he's just so much like too old for that shit now <laughs> you know what i mean it's I like know. it don't even his comedy don't even to me don't even come off the same way anymore you know but um but i enjoyed the reunion nonetheless um and i want i wish somebody would ask or could ask gina like do you feel dumb like to see how <laughs> no what i'm saying to see how her and her husband ultimately ended up like do you look back on them and be like yo i screwed up something special for a nigga that i can't even stand now you know what i mean i wonder i wonder if, if, if would that have been an inappropriate question <laughs> probably would have been definitely not one for the reunion show but knowing her she probably would have answered it yeah but because she made a couple little sly comments during that um it's possible i think she would have answered it but but overall you did you enjoy what would you give it i enjoyed it and how the, many twos will you give it What's the uh, out of five? Okay, so I'm going. I'm going to give it. Actually, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it like four point eight twos out of five. <laughs> oh, you almost want to give it a five? Okay. I mean, it was just that one moment. Like I, I mm-hmm. agree, it was just that one moment. But I laughed. You know, I felt like I was sitting 
in the room just chopping it up with 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 my with my friends you mm-hmm. know when they were when they were in there and they were talking and they were mm-hmm. sharing their stories i felt you know because i feel like you know you kind of feel like you know these people mm-hmm. at least from their character side you know from watching the show and stuff so i i did i enjoyed it. i laughed a lot a lot of the clips i was like like at the one point when i was like they showed a clip where she was like magically delicious, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, and then as soon as I said that, they they started talking about it. I was like, okay, so like the right. stuff. It was kind of cool to know that the stuff that was like my favorite shows and my favorite pieces of shows, they they felt that way too. Oh my god! And when they were doing the one with him with the dag on dog, yeah, and but, it was. I know. thought it was hilarious that when they said um, it was actually supposed to be a real dog, <laughs> right? Day. But for whatever reason, they didn't get the real dog. And they said Martin asked them, well, he was like, all right, I'm going to make it work, but will the dog stand up? Right. And they was like, yeah, we're going to put weights in the feet, whatever, it's going to stand up. And then when the joint failed, he was like, sit, lay. <laughs> right. I mean, classic, I, I still stuff. have questions on that particular episode that I would love to get answered. Like, you know, how did you get everyone to come to your apartment dressed in black? Like, uh-huh. how did they all know to dress that way? You know, <laughs> like stuff that most people wouldn't think about. And, and then at the end of the day, Y'all never needed more toilet paper because Brumman said he left a note under the sink because he thought you would see it when you went to get more toilet paper. Uh. <laughs> so y'all, what were y'all wiping yourselves with? You, you, you got too deep. <laughs> that, that, that's just me. That's how many times I've watched that episode. Um, so, yeah, those would have been my questions like gotcha. that I would have had. <laughs> gotcha. That's funny. Um, so I'm going to give it... Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it three and a half twos. I knew, I knew threes were coming. I knew. You I'm gonna give it three and a half twos. But I did. I will say this. I was glad to see. Um, it felt like they kind of all made up because there was beefs between them. Like, um, uh, Cole talked about. And you know, I'm using their show names, but Cole talked about. Um, him and Martin didn't really get along for real, for real, and. Um, you know, him and Gina made amends or whatever. And you could tell, like, Martin is, is just in a total different place. Um, and I was just happy to see that. I was happy to yeah. see that they were able to get past their stuff. Okay. Um, you wanted to talk about the show that I refused to watch. <laughs> That's how you want to talk about it. Yeah, so I'm going give to you, give you a chance to um, talk about and review. Because I'm sure there are people out there that watch this show. I'm just and not one of them. Talk about it, yeah, but I'm no. So the show that he's talking about is P Valley, and and yes, I do. I watch P Valley. It's one of my guilty pleasures. I don't even want to call it a guilty pleasure because there's so many people who watch it now. You know, right. I I don't feel like I gotta watch it in the dark. Right. Um. But I I was mentioning to you earlier how Lil Duvall posted that he wasn't gonna watch it no more after last week's episode. So what before. happened? It was a lot. Um, you know, I was talking to my best friend because she watches it. And we both said, that, like, she called me early Sunday morning because you know how you can see the shows after midnight when mm-hmm. they drop. And she knew I had said that I was going to be watching it at, like, 1210 because mm-hmm. I was up. And so she calls me around, like, 11 o'clock, like, girl. And I was, she was like, I just finished watching P-Valley. I was like, oh, but so we're both going because, and we honestly, we're not going to stop, I'm not going to stop watching the show, but I felt the same way. I felt this episode was a lot. Um, granted, yes, there has been sex or um, sex scenes, you know, on season one and, and um, with this episode. And of course, we know Uncle Clifford 
you know, um, Lil Murder, they have their relationship. There have been scenes with them. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's just two guys. Yes. Okay. But this particular episode, you know, we jump into, and I'm sorry, I'll, I guess I'll say spoiler alert if you are people who watch the show, um, but we jump into, you know, it aired on Sunday, so you should have watched it by now, so I apologize. <laughs> but, um, you know, <laughs> we jump right, you know, we jump into Mercedes in her sex scene with um, Coach's wife. And then, whoever that is, um, go ahead, go ahead. You don't have to, yeah. I don't have to, I ain't gonna get into all that, but she gets, she has her, her sex scene with Coach's wife. And, um, honestly, I fast forwarded through it, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want to watch it. Um, and then later on, two, two women, it was two women, yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of, lot of gay sex in this, but go ahead. Yeah, I felt like maybe this was their tribute to Pride Month, okay. You know, okay, it's, you. It's, so maybe that's why they they highlighted it more. I I don't know. Gotcha. But then, because then later on, you know, so Murder is on tour. He's doing a twelve a twelve city tour, and they go and grab one of his homeboys from jail because they say he needed security. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like in the first couple episodes where they introduced him that there was something there. I kind of felt like the boy always had a thing for him or like lusted for him or whatever, mm, okay. but that they never really hooked up, you know, mm-hmm. but that maybe the reason why he protected him so much in jail was because he had this love for him, you mm-hmm. know, love, love, not like, Oh, that's my homie, Got you it. know? And so, but <laughs> on this episode, nah, they used to be, I guess, you know, Oh, lovers, okay. you know, and there were just a few like, and like I was telling my girl, I was like, it was weird because when he came in the room and he, you know, Lil Murder was in the bathroom, he pulls his thing out and starts peeing, and the way like Lil Murder kind of looked at it, I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm not a man, I don't know if that's normal that y'all look at each other's, no, no, okay, <laughs> um, and then you know, so he leaves out, and then like it was just like. They were having a moment where, cause he the the dude had just had like this heated argument about um, police killing a dude, so mm-hmm. he was upset, you know. And it was like the way I told my girl, I felt like murder hugged him the way that Trey hugged Nia on Boys in the Hood when he was crying, <laughs> okay. and um, when you know Ricky got shot, right? Like it was like that kind of a hug, and cause he was sitting down on the bed, and you know. Murder uh-huh. was standing up, and I was like, this is really giving boys in the hood right here. You know, and, like, it was just, I knew it was coming, but it was a lot. I, and I fast-forwarded through that, too. When I seen him snatch that condom out the side and place it in the dude's mouth, like, you, like basically, like, you know mm-hmm. what to do with this? I was like, oh, fast-forward. So, basically, it was everything you just said is is have added to I would never watch this show. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Um, so yes, this may have ruined the show for a lot of people who were considering watching it and don't and now they probably won't. I did fast forward through it though because I did. I felt like for me, it was a lot. But mm-hmm. of course I know that that comes I mean that comes with, with any with any kind of T V you're gonna see you know, some people are uncomfortable seeing heterosexual sex scenes, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. that's why I say I'm not gonna stop watching the show. Mm-hmm. But I did feel like, wow, I was overwhelmed. You know, mm-hmm. like, give me one or the other. Either Murder going to be having sex with his jail boo or Mercedes going to be, you know, having sex with Coach's wife. But mm-hmm. I can't watch both of those in one in one episode. episode right, it right. was just a lot for me. And what's the premise of this? Is the premise of it is what? 
that because I show, thought it was about a strip club. It is about a, a strip club, the pink. So it's about it's about a strip club, but of course, you know, they're gonna show you the lives of different characters. You know, gotcha. the backstory okay. with different characters. Because even in the show, there's a chick. Oh, she was on Snowfall. She played a crackhead, I think, on Snowfall. Okay. I know that's probably not going to narrow it down because I guess there's, there's a lot of crackheads on Snowfall. Let's play crackheads. She black. She's the main character? I don't know. She had a name on the show, but I can't remember what her name was on the there's show. A, so he has a... Uh, Franklin's boy has a girl that he was dating that was on drugs. Or she got strung out. Was she black? She was black. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I watch Snowfall, so... Uh okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's her. That's her. Yes, that's her. So she's on there now as a stripper. Mm-hmm. They call her the girl with the dick sucking lips. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so she be she's, doing like little sex stuff too, but they don't really they haven't really like shown it, shown it. You know, they allude to it. Gotcha. You know, but this was really So the 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 straight sex they allude to sound like. They allude to straight sex, but they show you the, the, the gay sex. I'm trying to remember, like, like. Don't worry about I don't it. Know I'll if, never see. I don't it. know it if I've matter. ever watched, <laughs> if I've ever seen them have a, have it out like that. But yeah, so again, but the the premise of the show is about the strip club. It's, it's about the you see some of the struggles of the the main characters that are in in the strip club. Blah 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 blah. But this episode really focused on the sex. Got you. Got you. Okay. All right, well, P-Valley, if you're interested in that, that's something um, I would never see. But Diva says it's pretty good. So if you want to see all that, uh, definitely check that out. And last but not least, we were we did a show together before. It was, it was actually you guys' show. We were guests on Reservation for Three. And I, we had got into a conversation about a reality show I was watching called um, Put a Ring on It. Right. And you sat out to check it out. I watched all three seasons. What did what was your okay? So you were saying um, when we were talking about it on your show, you felt like it sounded like something that would be really ratchet. And, I did, and <laughs> you thought that you thought that the setup or the premise of the show was kind of counterproductive and stupid. I did. Okay, so after seeing it, do you feel? Do you still feel that way? Um, there were definitely ratchet moments. Okay. Um, I feel like it got more now, ratchet ex- as the seasons. Explain progressed. ratchet moments. Cause I don't, when you say, when you, cause this is kind of important to me. So when you say they were ratchet moments, we're not talking about love and hip hop ratchet moments. Where it was one. I was going to say season was three, one scene, Japanese restaurant yeah, was definitely was love scene. and hip hop-esque. But, but, um, but it's not on that level of ratchet. Not, not normally. I mean, but again, I think you can agree season three was on a different level as a whole, though. I mm, think that they were okay. all, you know, old boy with shorty. Yeah, um, yeah, You know, yeah. her. But it still her, wasn't her, that her kind of Ross, ratchet. You know, there was just a lot. It was realistic. It, okay. So, but I Because I like, think the love and, I think those shows like Love and Hip Hop, they just over the top. Right, they are. I think like, I think this like the show, show I'm watching right yeah, now is just ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. I think this show was realistic emotion. You know what it I'm was, saying? It was. It was. I'll give you that. It was. But at the same token, like I said, my 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 issue that I had with I think every season was you go on the show, you know that y'all are going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be going out and dating other people. Mm-hmm. 
And you act surprised. Why you right, you <laughs> acting a complete ass when, you know, the date shows up or he's got to go to pick up his date or whatever the case may be. Now, I would have a problem, like, for the people who were living together on the show and the dates were coming to the house. The house. Mm-hmm. I do think that was a bit much. But if that's what y'all agree to, then I guess that's mm-hmm. what y'all agree to. I don't know if the contract specified these people are going to be accessing your home. Mm-hmm. But to me, that was I a bit. I think a lot of that came from it allows your partner to see who it is that you're you're going okay. out with. But then remember on season three, she did that one that one part where they had to be in the same place at the same time yes, on a date. Dates, dates at the same that, yes. And that mm-hmm. I, I was like, dang, she really playing with fire. And that's how, you mm-hmm. know, the Japanese restaurant yeah. went down. They ain't they ain't even get to eat. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um <laughs> so so I do I do feel a little bit different in but I understood also, the process more once I watched off, it. But it shows you too what you're dealing with. You know that saying, um, you never know what you're dealing with until you put in certain situations. I feel like it allows you to see. So if if your girl was playing this, oh I'm cool, Carl, it ain't that, you now see, nah, she ain't she ain't quite what she says. She will pop off. So be mindful of what you do. Cause your girl got this in her, you know what I'm I saying? Think, I think he probably knew she had that in her. Uh, no, definitely Rick feel, Ross knew I, he yeah, knew that. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Rick Ross has seen her pop off more than once. Right. And for Not for the, the, real for the Rick I was Ross. gonna say for y'all listening, it ain't really Rick Ross, but we just call. You'll see why if you watch it. But, but yeah. um, but I I think after watching it, though I thought it was a convoluted process, mm-hmm. I thought it didn't make sense, and I thought it was kind of a recipe for disaster. I think that it really did work. You know, um, mm-hmm. the doc, the the relationship expert doctor's um, method of how she wanted to do this, I think actually did play out well. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, because I feel like everyone, as they say, is only as faithful as their options. So going on one of these shows and keeping keeping them in isolation mm-hmm. is, is going to make it different like oh no 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 you know i wouldn't do this and i blah 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 blah. but when you stick and then like she's planting people in that are they're tight you know yeah like mm-hmm. there was some there was some there was some nice looking dudes there was some nice looking chicks on there you know so she's not planting ugly people that mm-hmm. don't nobody want on this show she mm-hmm. planting temptation on these people mm-hmm. and seeing who gives into it and who didn't you know um and i think it helps it helps shows and and you would think, because I think when we when we were talking about it, Greg was saying something about like, yeah, but it's easy to fake, da da da. But folk wasn't faking. Nah, folk wasn't faking. Folk, some folk was doing. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some folk was like, well, you put him out here, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, yeah. <laughs> let's get it in. Yeah, but um, so, but um, but I think I think um, I, I liked it because I felt like you know I normally wouldn't watch a show like that. So I felt like, okay, this is something in my speed. Like, this is right. something I could watch, I could tolerate. I'm not a loving hip-hop. I'm not a uh, bad girls club and all. You know, that I don't need to see none of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I felt like, okay, this is the type of reality show I can. It's, it's got a nice pace to it. It ain't too over the top. It's, it's realistic. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I felt like, you know, regardless of what you feel about the Dr. Cinema on dates, it's realistic. And I think I even mentioned on the show that we did, the only people do this. It's just that they go out with other people and you don't know about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. This puts it on front street where you actually get to see it, address your feelings about it and everything right. in real time. And you know I what feel I'm like on every episode, they would have the moment where she 
say, so do you want to go on another date with so-and-so? I was always holding my breath. <laughs> like, don't do it. Don't do it. But there were people who were like, yes, I want to go on a third date with so-and-so. I want to go on a, you know, and that to me, I felt like. If I was sitting there, mm-hmm. like, I feel like now y'all almost borderline about to be in a relationship because you now on your third, fourth date with this mm-hmm. person. Uh, some uh, Hollywood said that. He yeah. said, uh, you on your, you go on your third date, y'all might as well go together. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I will say this. Of all the situations, him, Hollywood, I think he never really got challenged with a woman. And I don't think a Rick Ross girl ever got challenged with a guy. Because, And the reason why I say that is because... I think had she not thrown the fit at the Japanese place, that dude was someone she had that potential to get caught up in. I don't, think, up so. In. I I don't think, think so. I don't, I don't think know. so. I think so. I don't I mean, think she, she. I mean, granted, he don't look like Rick Ross, but yeah, I think her dude like 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 say what you want. They had that situation, but you could tell like Rick Ross had his shit together. I was gonna say I think she was caught up in the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. I feel like the doc never gave her. A dude to match that could his, take, that could, uh, take him, take her out on that level, like yeah. how when he took her out in the helicopter, helicopter and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 you could tell he got big money. Yeah, she yeah. she didn't bring him. She didn't bring her someone who yeah. was on his level financially. That was my only complaint. Yeah, so she probably did need to see someone who, if she left him, she would still be able to maintain that lifestyle she yeah. was used to yeah. and see how it went versus like feeling like she was. Ross never got challenged. He never. Now, she, I don't honestly. I don't really think. She got challenged, although the girl that she got into it with is probably probably was the only challenge. And I think that's what got her fired up because she could see, like, this girl look like she on her stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I don't feel like he really, really got challenged because that girl that thought she was all that, the one that he ended up, um, ended up, the girl that ended up coming to the reunion for him. Right, right. I don't think he was really on her like she think he was, my personal opinion. But... I definitely don't feel like she ever really got challenged. But I did like the fact that the two guests ended up um Yeah, I hooking that was up. Cool. I was yeah. like I was like, I like that for them. I like that for them. What did you think about the threesome situation? Or season two that was, I think. Or was that season one? That was season one actually. Remember, um Okay, so the guy, uh, damn, what was his name? The guy and the girl uh at the reunion. Mm-hmm. He kept going on dates with the girl. Right. And, you know, finally they, they didn't move through or whatever. But at the reunion, it came out that she still communicates with both of them. Right, yeah. And then that, what did you think about that? I was surprised. I was, I guess I, I, I was surprised that, but I wasn't surprised. that it also, that's the other risk you take. Because if you recall on some of those situations... Let's take, let's do shots. And that's mm-hmm. all he, 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 you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you are opening the door for that too. Mm-hmm. Happen, you know, like, cause some of those girls will come over. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and so. Yeah. And if your girl into it, I guess, I mean, in their situation, it kind of like, it was all good. Like, I said, damn, he the man. <laughs> All right, so that's enough of that. Um, I think we did good. Okay. I think we did real good. Um, let's do the what the hell, and we'll get out of here. Oh, that's right. And I get to do the honors of the what the hell? You get to do the honors of the what the hell. You know, since you ain't been what the hell in here lately. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let you calm down now. I don't want to take, <laughs> take your opportunity away. But you get you getting the opportunity to do what the hell. All right, so 
And don't mess up nothing. What you mean? You're doing a lot of clicking. Nah, I was okay. making sure I ain't mess it up. <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead. All right, so for today's What the Hell, um, a woman, 22 years old, actually, you know what? No, I'm going to just read it. Um, is shocked after learning her husband, whom she'd been married to for 10 months and also had sexual intercourse with, is a woman. Oh, wow. According okay. to the Tribune News. What the hell? <laughs> right. According to the Tribune News, um, this woman, and they say she's Indonesian, who has also been, she's currently being identified as N.A., so I'm just going to call this person N.A. Um, this is the the wife. Okay. Is pressing charges against the, 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 husband. the, the husband. Okay. And so um, the reports have noted that the wife met her, her, her husband last year on a dating app. Okay. <laughs> so kind of like catfishing. Mm -hmm. And um, at which time the husband claimed to have a career in the medical field as a doctor and that they had gone to school in New York. Okay. They immediately connected through messages on the app and later met up in person. And um, shortly after, the husband proposed to the wife and the, and the pair got married two months later. Now, um, they, again, they have had sex. But mm -hmm. the wife said that the husband would always say not to look directly at his genitals. Mm. Which is weird to me. I would have been like, what you don't want me to see? Not weird. Maybe not weird in the beginning, but 10 months later, he's still saying that? That's kind of It's weird. weird all the time. What you trying to hide? You know what I'm saying? I'm saying like when you first start dealing with somebody, you might have a little bit of nervousness or something. Maybe. We don't I'm get just, to be nervous if we about to have sex. I mean, I agree. But I'm just saying, let's say that that's... That's there's a possibility, but I don't know about not looking at my genitals ever, forever, for the rest of our lives. I don't know about that. Anywho, I uh -huh. don't think that would apply. But then on, <laughs> on top of that, mm -hmm. she said that they would, her, he would um, cover her eyes with a cloth. So in addition to you don't want me to look at it, now you blindfolded yeah. me. And that just, like, I know some people into the blindfolds, but that don't sound like the sexy kind of blindfolding. Um, and every time? Yeah. That's crazy. Every time that things got sexual. Okay. And she claimed that um, the room was always in Dark. a blackout stage. It was mm -hmm. pitch black um, whenever whenever he would get naked. So I don't mm -hmm. know if that even means like getting dressed or something mm -hmm. that the lights had to be out. But that's weird to me. But anyway, so what ended up happening is that the wife's mom initially was very fond of the husband but then grew suspicious after realizing that the husband really didn't have a job mm -hmm. and um, that they ended up moving in <laughs> with the mom. So the, so they, the couple was living with the mom and then they were asking the mom all the time for money. So the mom then got more hesitant about the husband and um, started thinking that the husband was a fraud mm -hmm. and um, then started even questioning if the husband was really a man. Mm. It was the mom. Because probably the daughter was telling her like stuff he does. Right. But the fact that like, the mom who's not having sex with. Right. <laughs> That's anyway. true. So. But I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure probably some conversations had. Okay. Nonetheless, um, the mom approached the husband with her beliefs and said, um, take your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Leave it up to mom. and he later confessed that he was a woman. And is currently being charged with fraud. Wow. So I got a question. If she fell in love with this. 
Oh, and I'm sorry, I left the one oh, part okay, out. Okay, go ahead. And at the time that they that he that she confessed to being a fraud, she admitted that she led her wife to believe that they were having sex by using her fingers. Uh, okay, so the wife's like, "Well, what was you sticking me with?" And she basically like, "My fingers." She didn't even have a strap on. She was not prepared. But my question—that is a what the hell. Yes. My question though is, if she fell in love with this person, does it matter? Should that matter? You gotta take that. a drink on that. Um, <laughs> I think if I fell in love with you under the pretense that you were a man, then I kind of need you to be a man. Hmm. Um, I don't know that. Ain't that ain't tough though? Because I mean, she she went as far as married this person. But she went and married this person under like again, and like I, I commend all y'all people who are like, oh, we're not having sex till we married. This is why you gotta have sex before <laughs> you marry, because you end up marrying a man who's a woman. Right. Who is giving you fingers instead of a penis? Right. You know, and, and making you sit there in the dark with with a blindfold on your eyes, so you can't realize that it's wow. a woman. Yeah. Like that. This is exactly why. You but know, you don't, you don't, you don't fall in love and get married because of the sex. You fall you in love with the person. You okay? And so, I guess my question is, you know, you you love the person. So, yes, they should have been honest with you. About you know being a man or woman, but you love the person. So you. So now it's come so down to. So you marry to, a, a woman. It'll and never find, happen. Okay. So it's, it's not going to happen. You marry the you marrying the person. Yeah, but first of all, how you gonna fake? You can't fake a vagina. They have um. She could. They could have like a little pocket pussy. I think is what they call first it. Of all, we ain't gonna no. always be in the dark. You ain't putting no blindfold oh, so you, on me. Okay. There's a lot of things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's just a lot of things that's not gonna happen. So, um, yeah, I don't. But but I'm saying in this situation, we're not talking about something that could possibly this happened for her. She married this person, right? But I feel like this person, even if even if you take the fact out of the person finally coming out and you find out that they were a woman instead of a that? husband, like you lied about everything. You are not mm. a doctor. You are unemployed. Okay. Now we living with my mama. True. Like everything you presented yourself to be. True. I married a lie. Is a lie. So at this point, no, my okay. love is not unconditional because my love was for, you know, a facade. My love was for something that I doesn't really exist. I fell in love exist. with the person you created. Right. I fell in love with <laughs> who you. you said you were. And so, you know, it's not like you were really a doctor and then you lost your job while we were, you know, already together. So it's gotcha. like, okay, I must stick it out with you because I didn't marry you just for that, you know, gotcha. but it's. You were never a doctor. You lied about everything, even your name. Mm -hmm. You know, once they found out that she was really a woman, they found out what her real name was. You lied about everything. The only thing that was that was accurate yeah, was the last point. name. The last name never changed. So every but everything else was fake. You got a point. All right, you got a point there. I was just curious because I'm like, you know, you you went as far as murder this person. It's a lot to let that go. But I I guess you're right. You you what you're now who you say you are. Okay, right. well. That's our show. Um, it's your boy, O King Johnny, O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny. Uh, my co host in his absence, wherever he may be, will be back soon and we'll be back before you guys. Um, I'm here with my special guest from Reservation for Three, one of the shows on the UNU network, along with Separate the Two. Make sure you check it out. 
Oh, my bad. Again, <laughs> La Diva, Diva Doll, or as you said, Diva, you want to go call me Diva Doll today, so. <laughs> yeah, so make sure you check us out on separate underscore the underscore two on Instagram. You can find us on Amazon, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Um, it's just about anywhere you can find a, a podcast, okay? Make sure you check it out, and all we ask is that you tell a friend. It's the Separate the Two Podcast. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Bye-bye. This crying earth is we make sure.